Hello and welcome to the pilot episode of Live or Cast, a podcast about the Saw franchise. The reason it is not called Sawcast is because Sawcast was already taken on Twitter. Um, just a fair warning, the audio in this is uh, pretty fucking rough because I got off of like a Saw, like four more movies Saw bender over the long weekend and I had to immediately record the podcast without waiting for any quality audio equipment or without waiting how to learn how to properly record audio with someone who I'm calling over Discord. Um, so that is pretty rough. And I just want you to know that, but I also think that it really reflects the spirit of uh, Saw 2004 and just the general shittiness of the entire Saw franchise. Uh, so if it feels unpleasant to listen to, um, you know what? Just imagine imagine if, you're, if your dick was caught in a, a vice and think about how much better this is than that. Um, so without further ado, it's time to listen to us, Dan and Mara. Okay, I'm gonna, you know what, like, fuck it. If you sound like you're in the evil toilet room, then that's how it is, I guess. So I guess it's time to talk about, um, to talk about Saw. After I went through my Saw trap, um, to, to get the audio to work, now we're really having an authentic, uh, Saw experience. That's true, we went through a goblet of trial. yeah. Yeah, and, and in true Saw 7, the final chapter fashion, um, it took me, like, maybe, I don't know how long that was, like, 15 minutes, a half an hour. <laughs> I was like saying there were no loved ones. Yeah. Like, from spaces and or not in, like, nightmarish where I go around and or, like, keys down their esophaguses. Yeah, nobody had any keys put into any body parts and, like... But I do really feel like I changed. Like, I do feel like I learned something and I'm reborn and I'm a different person now um, because of have, having gone through this extremely difficult trial. Um, yeah, but... Audio, that isn't even going to sound very good. Yeah, to record, like, shitty, shitty fucking garbage audio. Yeah, it's going to be so, so shitty. But that's okay because I know a lot of, like cheats and tricks for making audio sound less shitty uh from working at the radio but like it's still gonna be pretty shitty um you sound like really great on my headphones right now but the actual like the actual even my audio is like it sounds really bad <laughs> it sounds 
Like you sound very clear to me, but a bit, a bit, a bit tinny. Mm, yeah, there's like there definitely is a tinniness to the audio, um, and like the thing is, I'm sure that I would be able to fix it if I were willing to devote more effort to it. But like, I mean, who has the time these days in the fast-paced world of of traps and and uh, yeah, like if you don't, if you just do stuff normal and you don't like, make sure it's out to the world and you appreciate the objective value of your life every so often, like you will get trapped. You'll get trapped. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that would be so scary. It would be so scary to be trapped. I would hate it. Yeah. So are we are we keeping our discussion today to fully talk about before, or are we just sort of like doing an overview of the Saw franchise? Maybe we should do an overview of the Saw franchise and then like later on we'll get into each film. Yeah, like because it's difficult because it's difficult to kind of like get into just one movie because like after you've seen all of them, you kind of are like, well, I want to talk about all of Saw. I want to talk about all of it. Um, but yeah, so we did w- just watch, well, you finished watching with me. I watched Saw 3D, aka Saw the Final Chapter, Saw 7. It's a lie. It's not the final chapter, but that is the name of the film. And you watched the last 40 minutes with me, and then we watched Saw 2004 again, a film that you haven't seen in like five months, and I haven't seen since since March 7th. Um, and I did feel like I had a lot of I had a lot of um, of personal revelations about the themes of Saw while watching both of these films, um, but they also do relate to the rest of the Saw franchise. But yeah, I don't know. Like maybe like maybe we just each we could each like try to summarize what we feel Saw is about and kind of explain it. Um, so I don't know. Uh, do you do you want to start? What does Saw mean to you? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, zombies almost nothing to me. <laughs> I would say, which is great. Um, I don't care about any of these characters. Also very great, still said. Um, but, you know, I can attempt to sum up like the, the basic premise of Saw, which is that there's some people that live in a city. The city is not named. Uh, the police department is simply called the Metropolitan Police Department. And there is a serial killer on the loose, although he would object to that title because he would say that he doesn't kill anyone. Mm-hmm. He just presents people with choices. And normal choices. Killer, normal everyday choices. Yeah, exactly. It's like the choice to like walk off a cliff or not walk off a cliff. Like if you die, it's not the first fault. Live or die, make your choice. Yeah, that's what Jigsaw would say. That's, he loves to say that. He says it all the time. Yeah, sometimes when you live in the city, you wake up in a room. It's usually very dirty, and the lighting is poor. And you may be changed to something. You may have something called a reverse bear trap on your head, which we should probably just talk about later, because that's the whole thing. It's like the emblematic concept for Spice of Saw. It's the Saw Trap. It's like the Gucci. It's the Gucci of Saw Traps. It's so true. You may have a key embedded in some part of your body. You may have like a bull ring through some part or, or like multiple parts of your body. There's lots of keys. So things that are in saw traps a lot of the time, there's keys. There is um, chains. There's rusty metal. Everything is made of rusty metal. Um, yeah, it's like you may survive this trap, but I think you got your head. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet everybody in that city is really, really good about getting their shots. 
or maybe they're not because they all still live there and they haven't moved away and they they keep doing things like being extremely corrupt insurance salesmen without like expecting that they're going to be put in a trap so maybe they aren't actually good at getting their shots maybe they get their flu shot every year yeah because like like do you think that like if stigma really wants like equality in his trap like to the extent that like if if you truly just make the correct choice, you live and you get to appreciate your life. He would also give everybody a tetanus booster, like as he kidnaps them. Maybe like maybe he does. Bag over head, tetanus into one arm, tetanus booster into the other. Maybe he does. I mean, there's no way to prove that he doesn't. I mean, we maybe maybe off screen, Jigsaw is giving everybody their shots. I mean, Hawkman definitely doesn't give people their shots, but like I feel like John Kramer, the original, the man himself, might have might have given people their um their shots. I mean, he is like as established in Saw Three. He's extremely good at stealing medical equipment or having his assistants yeah. steal medical yeah. equipment so, for him. Also, often involves medical equipment of some kind, like that ventilators or like like um respirators um usually yeah he loves to he loves to hook you up to various devices that test your physical capacity yeah he does love to do that um but thinking about like yeah because that was something that i was thinking about when we were watching when we were watching you know saw the the film um the original saw is that like because initially when i watched um saw the first time i was like not like these the, the victims for chosen for each of these traps it's extremely wild because like they don't like everybody kinds of things of saw as like it's a moral judgment right but that's not actually what it is really because like i mean the premise and we're not even gonna go we're not even gonna get immediately into all the retcons established later on in the franchise but the premise initially is this is a man who has an inoperable brain tumor this is before we're adding on any of his other backstory that they like keep tacking on um to the beginning to the front like they never like they never change anything they just add things to the back end yeah, just you just find out that like Jennifer was actually like three years instead of like I know, wild, absolute madman. Yeah, but like, yeah, like, so before, like, essentially you do end up finding out that apparently he was an active serial killer even before he got his brain tumor, which is a retcon, actually. That is a retcon uh, because it is established that the reason why, and he even says this, he says that the reason why he became Jigsaw is because he got the brain tumor, and then in Saw 2, they have they have a whole thing where it's like, oh, and then when he found that out that he had an inoperable brain tumor and was going to die, then he tried to crash his car off a of bridge to die but he miraculously survived the ordeal and now he wants everybody else to feel that feeling of when they survive like a like a huge ordeal but like the the because i was thinking when we were watching saw like because this man he has an inoperable brain tumor and his whole thing is that he wants people to appreciate their life and he doesn't even say like he's not like like, because later on, it does become more of a moral judgment thing. But originally, like, it straight up just is, like, I, I don't know why they kind of turned to that. Because now later on, they have all these things that it's like, oh, these are just people that I think are bad and doing bad things with their lives. But originally, it was just people that he personally perceived just based on his own, like, right. take, hot take, that they weren't appreciating their life. And oftentimes, that was related to health reasons. Like, because for, like, you, you see, like, the original, like, victims... You have, like, the guy, he's, like, unnamed, but the guy that he put him in, like, the fucking razor wire trap because he was like, wow, you tried to kill yourself last month. You could die in here, I guess. Yeah, did you meet it? (laughs) Are you feeling lucky? Yeah, like, that thing. But that's just, like, okay, so that's a guy who he like perceives him as having it all because he says like oh you're like a normal like you're you're a businessman you're like 
just like a normal dude, but you still try to kill yourself. Like, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you appreciating your life? Like, and then, and then there's the other guy that I kind of forgot, like what his situation was, but it's essentially like Jigsaw saying that like, he's faking having an illness to like gain the like sympathy of other people. Like that's what Jigsaw, at least what Jigsaw perceives. And I think what we're supposed to assume is true that he is in fact, like, like profiting off of the idea that he has an illness. And then like Amanda is a drug addict and there's a whole other topic to get into Ari Saw and how, and how the, the politics of addiction in Saw. I know, like we really couldn't open a can of war because we start talking about the way that Jigsaw feels about drug addicts, like that's another one. Well, that's, that's a, that's a whole, that's a whole thing in itself. That's like an entire, like that's a video essay. That's two video essays. That's like a trilogy of video essays that are nominated for a streamy award. Um, <laughs> I know it's literally like the whole thing. What, and we can't even get into Jigsaw and his wife. We can't, we can't even talk. We can't discuss Jill. We can't, like, it's too, it's too soon. We can't even get into it yet. We haven't even scratched the surface. We, we, like, you have to be 10 levels deep before you can even, you can even mention Jill. So you wake up, you're in a room, you're probably changing something. There may or may not be food attached to you and or inside of you and or inside of someone nearby you and or otherwise, like, acceptable but difficult to get to. You're like, wow, this is crazy. I just woke up in this room. I don't even remember how I got here because I was drunk. I do the pig mask. And then, like, you find a cake, almost always, and it is like a fucked up grubby looking cake, even though presumably Jigsaw made it like 10 minutes ago. Oh yeah, like he just made it. Yeah, but it already looks like a creepy of a 10 years and like cake like this a literal cake that says plainy on it, just like it's throwing at the edges. Mm-hmm. And you and you trust Slaney, and it always has Jigsaw's like most five hundred packs a day voice being like, "Hello, insertion." <laughs> Hello, Mara. <laughs> like, like, and you're like, he doesn't. The thing is, he doesn't even ask. He doesn't even ask. He says that he says I would like to play a game. First, he's like, "Hello, Mara," and he's like, "I have a monologue that I've written about you." And your, your life. Like your personal flaws. Yeah, and, and uh, just my take on the situation. And uh, I'm not even going to ask, uh, but I'd like to play a game with you, and it's not optional. Yeah, it's a very non-consensual thing. Yeah, like he always says, like he like he never asks. Like I feel like that's another thing. Like in 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 pop culture, people always kind of think of it as like, would you like to play a game? But it's not. It's I want to play a game. I want to play a game. And then he'll say something like, you, you know, like you tried to kill yourself the other day, despite having five billion dollars in savings and a loving wife. <laughs> when you killed yourself, you didn't even do it good enough. You live. <laughs> you, you failure. <laughs> if you truly wanted to like appreciate your life after a suicide attempt, I will help you. I have not, I have not presented you with like, an unwinnable game. You have a series of choices. If you make the correct one, you will win, and you will appreciate your life after this. And you're like, wow, thanks, Jigsaw. Yeah. And at some point, at some point during this, either either like a fucked up little puppet starts fighting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a fucked up little puppet shows up on like a gold TV screen from 
like the 90s. He has so many TV screens. Like, like we have to talk about his stash of like all these. He has like a like multiple tape recorders for each room, usually, let alone each person. And he has TV screens like that he uses like individually for each trap. Like, I guess does he like? Are we supposed to think that maybe after the trap is done, he goes back? Well, he can't because they become crime scenes. They become crime scenes. He can't get those TVs back. He has just to get another TV. Yeah, and it's typically like one TV in each room. Yeah. Not more. Yeah, like literally there's so many TVs and he can't get them back. Like he can't go back. Like he can't have Amanda go back and steal the TV because it's a crime scene. He can't get that TV back. It's gone now. It's in, it's in, it's in evidence lockup or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, so like if a monologues to you about why your life is bad or you don't appreciate your life enough or like you, know, you are morally bankrupt and he's going to teach you a lesson that will in some way improve your a psychological approach to your own life. That is theoretically the premise of talk. It's not, though. Yeah, the thing about it is that it's really wild. I mean, like, I mean, where to even begin? Just, like, the concept of... I mean, like I said, because, like, with the whole thing, like, initially you have all these people, like, in the first, like, in the original Saw. Like, Jigsaw is not made out to be like some kind of actual impartial judge I don't think like whereas the rest of Saw kind of does make him out to be that like yeah. but the original one yeah it becomes like a legacy title but also like he's still viewed as the ultimate one whereas all the other ones have flaws and need to be tested and corrected whereas like but the, the first Saw movie like kind of just posits like there's this guy and he's going around and he's deciding who lives and dies like but it's just like, like he has this idea. Yes, it just be like you shouldn't be doing this. Maybe it makes you think a little. Like ultimately, it's still bad. Yeah, and also like he does still doesn't have like we we would all agree after viewing this film that he doesn't have the right to do this because it's a, right. it, like you know and and the things like because literally it took until I think saw well I guess saw four when there was finally a victim that I was like. Yeah, he probably deserves that. <laughs> and there's only been like one other time. There's like there is like the there is the the like they had they finally had like an actual literal evil person. They had a rapist be a, a jigsaw victim in Saw Four, and then in Saw 3D they had some like skinhead neo Nazis be victims. And those are like the literal only time that I've been like, you know what? Maybe this maybe this activity is proportionate actually to the crimes that have been committed. Whereas every other time it's like, <laughs> what? Yeah, like it's just it's just too much. It's simply too much. It's extra. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah like it's too flamboyant. Jigsaw does not believe in any society. Jigsaw only believes in direct action. Well, the thing is, like, let's get into his personal politics because he essentially believes in, um, like, that everything is everyone's individual responsibility. Um, and that's why it's really interesting, like, the actual politics of the Saw franchise. Because I feel like originally, like, in the first Saw movie, they I don't feel like they make him out to be some kind of, like, oh, this guy maybe has a point type guy. It's, like, maybe, like, a little bit, okay, maybe this says a little bit of something about our society. But also, this guy is clearly clearly bad but like then the kind of as we go on oh. 
Like, I feel like it's kind of made me a little about my life, but, like, still, like, that's sad if you have done that. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, kind of, like, you're kind of like, oh, well, what would what, what I do if I was in that situation? Or, like, maybe, like, okay, what would I, like, how would I, like, if, you know, just, like, kind of a sense of of that just like what like what would I do if I was in that difficult situation is more I think what kind of you feel like but then like Saw 2 and onwards just essentially established Jigsaw like the original Jigsaw John Kramer as like almost like kind of like a folk hero I feel like that's kind of what I was thinking um because like they kind of establish him essentially as like a person like he becomes this figure that is like completely objective and like seen as having like the perfect like his rules make sense and there is a system and a logic to it but like it's not objective it's very subjective but like the movies kind of make it out like everybody else like amanda who good for her hoffman don't respect <laughs> like all, all these other people have all these personal biases and flaws that they bring to it but he doesn't but it's like he does like he has the most out of all of them um and like what was i gonna say like because like like he he first off he's the one who had this idea in the first place so like he can't act like it's like oh yeah this was just my my big method of, of uh, like rehabilitating people and it was always very personal it was always about him it was always about him and his life it's never been about the people that like, it's about well, how it makes him feel to do this. Like, yeah, he wouldn't have started doing this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then also like the, the, the continued stuff, like that they retcon, like they retcon that his wife had a miscarriage at her, like the, the, like the like community clinic she, she ran because. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, oh my God, I know this. So like that, like that scene is so wild. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like establishing that and then having that be actually why he originally became the killer. And it's just like, what is going on here? Like what, what, like this doesn't make any sense. Like, like, like four different women. Also like his nephew getting hit by, I think it's a garbage truck. My God, is that in Jigsaw? Because I haven't seen that yet. Nephew, I, I know that there's something about his nephew based on just reading through Jigsaw quotes, but I haven't gotten to his nephew yet. I mean, they're going to add one, I'm sure. There's still another movie coming. It's, uh, it, it's, spiral. it's literally called Spiral Book of Saw. So, you know, it's going to be lore. You're going to be like lore front and center. Um, yeah. But yeah, okay, like, so let's go over it. Like, the first movie, his motive is that he has an inoperable brain tumor. Um, and then the second movie, they add the fact that he, uh, he, when he found this out, he tried to, he tried to drive off a bridge in his car so that he would die, but he survived the crash. And then the third one, they add a memory of his wife. It's like ambiguous. <laughs> they like add like this moment where he's like, when, when, um, he's getting like brain surgery done to him. He has this, like, soft, like, golden hour filter, like, memory of, like, Jill. And, like, we don't know her name yet, but it's just, like, this beautiful blonde woman and he's frolicking in a park with her and they're, like, by a tree. And then, like, like while he, his brain is being operated on, he just, like, whispers, like, I love you. 
Yeah, like, literally. Yeah, but um, and then and then okay, so fuck the like the 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 and then the four, like do we even discover like is the fourth movie when we discover the stuff about the miscarriage? No, yeah, they absolutely do. It's really hard. I feel like I can definitely distinguish Saws one to three, but like four to fucking seven, I'm like, what happened? Especially like four to six, because that's all the stuff when Hoffman gets involved and like all this other stuff, and that's when Jill gets involved, and I'm kind of like, what happened when? Like, I just I'm not sure. Oh yeah, they love to do that. Yeah, and then honestly, like, because that they'll, they try to, like, do that to be, like, oh, here's the thing that happened before, so I'm gonna, but, like, ultimately, like, in retrospective, it actually just confuses me more, because now I'm, like, what happened to which movie? Because you kept showing me the same parts of the same movies, <laughs> so it's, like, what happened to which one? I don't know. Because uh, you didn't... Like, yeah, you didn't trust me to remember the things that happened in the movies, so you kept showing me the same things in all of the movies, and now I don't remember what happened in the movies. I don't remember. <laughs> you, 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 you did it. It's like it's it's a it's a sick it's a sick jigsaw esque joke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you want to talk about Amanda? Yeah. We like we like do Amanda and then save the rest of our topics for future. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess, I guess, well, I guess, because I asked you before this to talk about, like, to to talk about what was your least favorite saw trap, but I feel like we've maybe been talking a lot about the actual mechanics of a saw trap, so maybe, like, get into, like, what are your actual feelings on... Yeah, we could talk about Amanda. We could get into, like, I mean, if we get into the drug addict thing, that's going to be, like, another, like, two hours of time. Amanda herself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, go go on. Like, talk about Amanda. I have my own thoughts about Amanda. Amanda is a character who's introduced in Saw One, Saw Two Thousand Four, as one of the, I think, the only person that we need to survive. The- at that point, at that point, she is the only one. They say, "Oh, she's one of the one," but then they establish, yeah, they establish she's the only person that has survived a jigsaw trap. Yeah, she was put in her trap because she's a drug addict. I, you know, appreciating her life enough, according to Mister Mister Saw. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. Mr. Saw says that if you're into drugs, you're picking life enough. And if your life isn't already hard enough because of a drug addiction problem, you're going to be put in a trap. And so she awakens with a reverse stair trap on her head. Another thing, again, we can explain it. It's kind of just what you think it is. Um, and she has to... This is really... I have like on it to quote the keys in the stomach of her dead cell base. Is that considered one of the iconic? Is that considered one of the iconic quotes of Saw? I, I feel like the like the key being in like some disgusting place. That is, yeah, yeah. That is the first time that a key is inside a body part. There's lots of firsts in Amanda's scene for sure. Yeah, so it's not in one of her body parts. Later on, you like to put the key in like the body parts of the people who are trapped. Not always, often. Um, but in this case, yeah, the key is.
how could he how could he do this do you really think that mr saw would do that just go on his little tv screen and tell lies So that's like her alive something, and Amanda decides to attack the vision something anyway and gets the key out, and she makes it out of their birth start time with, I think, like 0.01 seconds to spare. Yeah, like, the, literally the second that she gets it off her head and throws it away from her, it opens. But yeah, the other thing, though, is he wasn't dead, but he had been given a drug overdose, I think specifically heroin. He had been given a heroin overdose, so he wasn't able to move or really feel much of anything, but he was, in fact, still alive. Yeah, and she was like, fuck it, I'm going to kill you to get this seat I want to live. Which is, and then Jigsaw was like, oh, yes, I love the attitude. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> Finally, someone appreciates life enough to kill her. He loves Amanda. So he's like, you know what? So, thank you for throwing my trap. Like, we're always saying that my traps are unsurvivable, but you're an example of that they're not. And I love that you have, like, that raw raw attitude to, like, kill someone. Mm-hmm. So, he takes Amanda on as an apprentice. A big saw apprentice. Mm-hmm. Um, because he, of course, as we know, has an inoperable brain tumor. And we hadn't mentioned that already. Mm-hmm. And someone's perhaps going to need to uh, continue doing his thing after he dies, question mark. Unclear. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't, like, he wants, he he definitely is very much um, into the concept of a legacy, and he's always obsessed with leaving little tapes for people to, like, watch or listen to after he's dead, because he keeps doing that, and that's a way that they love to do retcons, is to be like, actually, he, he planned for this, and here's another tape that he recorded for somebody to watch in case of this circumstance. So it's just really funny thinking about him, like, because he, because there's no, there's no way he could be spending any time doing anything else. So it's really funny to think of him just spending like literally all his time and all the different abandoned warehouses that he like owns and like rents, just like building traps and like also just recording the videos and tapes for everybody. And like he does like, cause he, he doesn't show himself on screen. So he has a little puppet and he also moves around the puppet and it's like, how many takes does it take? to get it right and like he has to be writing scripts as well like he like imagine him sitting there like writing his script and like being like oh hello bobby uh like and then being like oh no no this is no good gotta start over <laughs> oh man like, i'm really bad deal with metaphor yeah i know like it's not strong enough <laughs> yeah but then i like like ca yeah yeah, I feel like he does, he does a lot of the work that he can no longer do due to becoming an increasingly physical frail, physically frail due to his inoperable brain tumor. Mm-hmm. But also, he's like teaching her how to build traps. Like we see, kind of like your teeth, whatever traps. Yeah, he's like traps bad. Concrete. Traps concrete. Yeah. His traps, he like literally is like, oh, your traps sound good because. He, like, has a very specific vision for his traps for, like, they're supposed to be theoretically survivable by whoever's in them. Even though, like, literally nobody survives the traps. Yeah, like, a few people do, obviously, but size with his, his dicks are fairly grim. Yeah, they're, they're very, they're very grim, especially during the beginning of the series, it's like, well, the first thing it's established that Amanda is the only person who has ever survived, and, like, there is, like, I'm trying to think of if there are any survivors ever in any of the Saw movies. And there's, like, a couple, but, like, not any that are, like, important. But, like, all the, like, if you have, like, a major character that is the focus of the entire movie, they always die at the end. Yeah, they never make it. Yeah, like, nobody makes it. 
Especially in the saw, the saw that she can say of her name. It is established that as time goes on, there's enough saw survivors to need a jigsaw support group. I love a jigsaw support group. Which is probably my favorite world building detail of saw three, aka saw seven, aka saw the final chapter. Yeah. Yeah, like at that point, there has been enough, like there has been enough people shoved into traps. Well, because like it seems like what's going on in this city is that there's literally constantly a game going on. Like that's what they call them. Like, and it seems like literally there's constantly one going on. Like no matter what, like you, you like the police are going after, like trying to figure out where like one group of people are or this one guy who's like dick is like chained to like, I don't know, a some, yeah, a piranha. It's chained to a piranha, and he has to eat the he has to eat the piranha uh, in thirty seconds. <laughs> you have to make a choice. Um, yeah, yeah, but like, cause like at a certain point in the movies, like even like there start to be games overlapping, like and the police officers also start to refer to them as games. They're like, oh, there's another game happening, and they're like, oh my god, there's so many things, and it's like there's so many, and, and like the the list of saw associates keeps growing, cause like every time, like I mean, we don't even know, like at this point, like when when Saw Seven, Saw Three D, Saw the Final Chapter ends. Like, there's three people, like, three people in pig masks that surround Hoffman. We only see the identity of one, and it's Dr. Gordon from the first movie, but we don't know who those other two guys are. Like, but there's just so many, like, it, at this point, like, honestly, like, 25% of the city could be in on the saw shit, and the other 75% are not. Being good guys appear to be. Oh my god. It is. It is. Oh my god! It absolutely is. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Jigsaw, Jigsaw is a multi-level marketing scheme. It's a multi-level murder scheme. Oh my god! Oh my god! You get recruited, and then you have to recruit other people. But then if your traps kill enough people, then you'll get a bonus. But then, like, and then you get the bonuses from other people's traps. Like, if the people you recruited, they do a good job with their traps, then you get the... You get you get the trap clout. And then... Oh, my God. This is huge, really. I can't believe that we figured it out. I think that this, like... Because we, I never... If we hadn't been talking through this, we never would have figured out that it is, in fact, a multi-level marketing scheme. Um, honestly, like, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's like a multi-level marketing scheme slash cult. I mean, it's very much like those, like, essential oil companies that are, like, this will fix your life. Like, they're, like, yeah, th- this is what you need to heal. Like, if you, if you sniff this, like, cinnamon essential oil, then you'll appreciate your life. Except it's, if you, if you stick your nose in a Bad of acid. <laughs> yeah, I feel like whenever I try to think of a saw trap, I always come up blank. And honestly, that's because saw traps aren't that creative. <laughs> it's just like they, they, they like make you think that they're creative by just having them be really, really gory. But in actuality, there are only ever like three things that happen in a saw trap. Yeah. That's um, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you haven't gotten to this detail yet because you haven't watched Jigsaw 2017 yet. But feel free to yeah, feel free to tell me about Jigsaw 2017. It is, it is revealed that ten years on, like there are Jigsaw heads. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, who are obsessed with Jigsaw and like love to recreate his traps. 
oh yeah like there's gonna be copycat killers i think they mentioned because like i got a, like a headline like on my like little like you know how your phone will give you like little headlines and it's like we think that you'll like this and it was like something like spiral like everything we know about the copycat killer because like obviously like whatever it is now like it's not the original jigsaw but at this point it's like does it even fucking matter like <laughs> like like what because uh, i did Jigsaw is an idea, just like Batman, except. <laughs> oh my god. I love all the little things in Saw that are like never really explained or like elaborated on in terms of lore. Um, but then there are so many things that are like belabored or like things that I never needed them to explain. But I love like all the little things. Like, for instance, Billy the Puppet. Like, at this point, we see the puppet. I know that his name is Billy. I have never heard his name actually said in the films. Yeah, we don't know what his deal is. Like, literally, we know his name is Billy just because that's what they say that the puppet's name is. But there, And then there's this one part in, like, a backstory section where they have, like, him give Jill, a, like, a version of the puppet that isn't the one that he uses. But it's like, why did he give his wife this creepy fucking puppet? <laughs> and it's like... <sighs> yeah, like, things like that. Like, they feel the need to establish... Um, but then, like, uh, yeah, like, there's definitely a lot of things that make sense. Yeah, well, like, because there's a pig mask, but they also end up explaining that. They end up explaining that the first time he tracked somebody down, he was at this festival where there were pig masks around, and he grabbed one, and then now there's pig masks. And, like, also, like, the little thing where it's like, oh, the jigsaw piece he cuts out. And, like, because originally that's just a thing, like, in the first movie to establish, like, why they call him the sort of jigsaw killer is because he cuts a little jigsaw piece but then later on they're like oh it's because they're missing something yeah, anyway yeah there's like so many little details pretty much everything in saw that is emblematic of saw means absolutely nothing like it doesn't mean anything it just is there because that's how it is but the software is like the yeah like the software I'm not saying that horror franchises in general have a lot of subtlety to them but saw has perhaps the least amount of subtlety yeah i feel like that's why it's so easy to become obsessed with it because it's just like the fact that you know that this series was so influential and like literally changed the entire movie industry and horror forever and like has has yeah like and it's just like when you watch it you're like oh this is actually this is really bad actually yeah well like the first saw actually like earns the moments that make like the gore like words like you know like it kind of like the first saw is very much like a like when i watched it it very much felt like a horror film from the early 2000s like a specific there's such a specific feeling that i get when i'm watching a horror movie from the early 2000s like whether or not i like it or not like i like saw what i it, like i had the same feeling when i watched it as i did when i watched like the ring which i hated but it's like a horror movie from the early 2000s so like there's lots of things that are very silly because it's like well this movie was made in 2004 but then also it's like uh, in terms of actually the plot and everything it's a competent film but then like i feel like because like i mean saw gets so trapped in its own like its own mythos and lore that it kind of loses that just the like it was the reason why it was an effective story to begin with was it was, it was just like two guys and the tension yeah two dudes in a bathroom with a corpse <laughs> oh yeah well because like legitimately like when i watched saw the first time 
like at all the different points where like they're going back because like they start in media res and then they go back through their lives and like at certain reveals like I did legitimately gasp and also when the corpse gets up from the floor at the end I gasped like I was like oh cool like and that's another thing too like that's the that's another thing that I feel like because they belabored that too because later on in Saw 3 they like have it be like because people were like oh it's a plot hole because how could you stay still for six hours and it's like like there's certain things I'm willing to suspend my disbelief for but he has yeah like he because he has he they have this scene where they show him like injecting something and Amanda's like oh what's that and he's like oh slows your heart rate and stuff like whatever and it's like I didn't I know like my special corpse juice Um, and it's like I genuinely didn't need that explanation like it was like it was really cool to be watching it and have this moment where Adam realizes that Zep is not actually Jigsaw and have the corpse fucking get up like that was sick and cool whereas like the other things are just like there's no tension to it like there's no drama like it's just like you immediately go to a trap and they're like okay this woman is going to immediately within 10 seconds begin cutting off her arm and it's like all right (laughs) there's absolutely no no tension to it at all whereas the first one worked because it was really like i mean it was the Chekhov's gun situation it was like the kramer saw of it all and now i mean it's really funny it's much funnier now but um <laughs> I think that yeah I think that saw might be bad um right it's all bad no don't <laughs> yeah I think that saw unfortunately might be bad um and I I there's so many things though to discuss when it comes to saw I want to discuss the carceral politics of saw I want to discuss the the view on addiction and healthcare and um, and politics and uh, I want to discuss if Jigsaw is a libertarian. I want to discuss if Jigsaw is pro life. I want to discuss if Jigsaw is death positive. But mostly I want to discuss if Jigsaw is pro-life. Yeah, I want to talk about why Hoffman's face always looks like that. Yeah. Um, I want want to discuss Jigsaw's hypocrisy. uh, We we have to discuss it. We simply must get into his hypocrisy. I want to discuss what Jill's role even is in these films. Um, I want to... I want to discuss discuss the Apprentice group chat. I want to talk about the Apprentice group chat. I want to discuss what what reaction gifts get sent the most. Um, Yeah, I want to... I want to theorize more about how much of the city is in on the saw, the saw grift. I think that actually there really might be a sizable portion of the city that has at this point become involved in the, the John Kramer corporation. Um, And I think that that's something that really, really people should get into. Uh, And we got to bust that wide open. Yeah, so I guess I'm giving you like this review list for like next time on Live Our Path, Make Your Choice. Yeah. Yeah. This was a, a pilot episode. Sawcast 3D. Sawcast 3D. Oh, that would be such the first, the first chapter. Oh, I bet Sawcast 3D isn't taken on Twitter. Next time on Sawcast. Staring at the blank page before you open up the dirty window. Let the sun illuminate the words that you could not find Reaching
game over.